Welcome back. We start hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. Final hour of the program. Mike Clemens is going to join us. We'll talk with him about uh, what he has seen at the OTAs, what the expectations are up in Green Bay, and uh, whether or not the assessment of pressure should be or will be correct when it comes to uh, what's on Jordan Love. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, 877-867-1670. Cheddarball says, what is Gary's, uh, Rashawn Gary's timetable? I'm assuming end of October-ish, give or take a few weeks. Stokes back to running. Um, couldn't even walk in January, as Mike Clemens alluded to. So the fact that he's back to running and doing some stuff at the OTAs is great. And then after the OTAs, you get basically a month of just nothing. So he gets more time to heal, more time to to work out, strengthen uh, everything that's going on, whether it's in the leg or the ankle or the uh, least Frank, uh, you know, uh, the least Frank break, which is a very tough one to come back from, by the way. Um, So you hope that he's going to be okay sooner rather than later. And if he is, man, that really strengthens your secondary. But you talk about the ACL and such um, with Rashawn Gary. Man, that's a – everybody heals different, you know. We all know Peterson came back in like six or seven months. You know, you take a guy like David Bakhtiari, and it was two years. So somewhere in there – is going, you know, Rashawn Gary came back, or not Rashawn Gary, Elton Jenkins came back in a year. Uh, Robert Tanyan came back in a year. But it, usually you don't play great in the year that you come back from um, a, an ACL tear because it takes you a while to get it all, to get that muscle memory and that flexibility and everything back. And it takes you a little while to mentally get past it as well. So we'll wait and see. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, um, that's the phone number to do so. If you want to find us via email, you can. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. I'm going to hear from Mark Murphy coming up here in just a few as well. Um, the uh, Oh, Ben, uh, your guy Michael Block, I see you uh, sending me a message on that. I just saw him on Sports, was it Sports Center? I think he was on. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, it's getting out of hand. They Didn't they play like an old commercial yeah, for him? which was sweet. Because it was on, because I, I, I can't hear the, the audio, because I just have the television screens on here in the studio. But Michael Block, uh, obviously the club pro, played extremely well in the PGA Championship, getting a lot of notoriety because of it, and irritating the hell out of one Ben Kenny. It's not even, like, listen, it's a good story, and it's not his fault, but I'm getting completely sick of it. He went on McAfee today, he's on SportsCenter, he was on Good Morning America. He's, there's not a show he hasn't been on in the last two days, <laughs> which is like, number one, let the guy sleep. Number two, right. he's probably going to miss the cut this weekend. They, Bill, they have him in a featured group playing the Charles Schwab. He's a club pro. He has better odds to win the tournament than guys that have won tournaments in the last couple years. It's insane. <laughs> and, 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 like, listen, I like. seems like a great guy. Awesome story. I'll watch the movie. But, to, like, let him show up to next year's PGA without all of America being sick and tired of hearing his name every second. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's well, just, this... The media is just squeezing it as hard as yep. they can. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. 877-867-1670. 
Now, here's the thing. As soon as he plays and fails and is not the story, he won't be the story anymore. You know, you and the old adage is when you're the story, you let, you'll burn like a white hot comet, man. You'll burn to the point that you burn out. Or they burn or the media or whomever burns you out. It's that simple. I don't know. So Bill. He, he's golf. gonna he's gonna burn out. It's now, golf. They're talking about Francis we met. That happened in like nineteen ten. The golf when, media um, cycle never ends. No, 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 no. It, it put it this way. If he would win this weekend, oh no. The golf cycle would be out of its mind. He's not going to. Correct. Like so he, once he doesn't and he fades to the side, it'll all go away. And your life can go back to normal when you call when you when you pay attention to the world of golf. I think so. I, I don't know because he got a he got a freaking sponsor's exemption into into the Canadian Open too. Like he's he's gonna get five or six sponsors exemptions. But, and then right, he'll be the he, story gets, at all those tournaments. If he gets those though, and let's just say in this tournament and then the Canadian Open he plays terribly and it misses the cut then the story goes by the wayside. I don't know. I, I think they'll get the PGA Tour social team uh, popped up in his hotel room <laughs> being like, what was it like? Oh, my gosh. How about the fans here in Canada? Like, you're a club pro. Tell your story yeah. for the millionth time. You've already heard it right? on every other show, but come hear it on our social feed. It's insane. It's like, listen, coming out of the PGA, the, the headlines on ESPN and on golf golf.com everywhere, they weren't for Brooks joining the pantheon of five-time major winners. It was on a club right. pro that finished tied for 15th. Like, come okay. on. Okay, right. Why does it just chap your ass? Because it's it's not getting any better. Because every day that goes by, <laughs> he's on more shows. And I feel bad for him because I want to like him. You know, the other, the other you know, entity getting a lot of play today was the squirrel at the Yankee game. Uh, that was he's good. Getting, he's getting as much FaceTime today as Michael Block. Tells you so, enough. I'm sure the squirrel will be on USA Today or in uh, Good Morning America tomorrow. So. Yankee fans are supposed to be tough, Bill. There's yeah. Some... Oh, did you see the one face and the guys the squirrel ran past? Oh, my God. I wish that squirrel would have ran up his pants leg. <laughs> so, the guy was, like, just paranoid or pe petrified. He was just, he was, uh, he couldn't move. Like, oh my God, he's going to come here and steal my nuts. So, <laughs> oh God, it was great watching the squirrel run past. I enjoyed that. Uh, anything else, Ben, that's really, you know, kind of chapping your ass today? No, but Michael blocked to miss the cut this weekend. Like, I might put my house on it. Okay. Michael Block just to not... miss the cut this weekend. Yep. Oh, and, uh, Summer, and uh, Summer Shack says we got to get Block on the show. No, absolutely before not. Before you leave. Heck no. I'll, I'll just leave the building if you plan that. There's like, there's no way I'm doing that. We're no going to schedule him in next Monday. Next Monday after Ben's gone. People are, uh, people are trying to pay 30 grand for a seven iron he made the ace with, which is cool. Awesome. But it's like. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that would be a hell of a collectible. Yeah, he is like he is set. I'm so happy for him. But I would be even happier if I didn't see his face on every show and every newspaper and every single social media platform from from everywhere. The people, okay. like, you know, those Twitter accounts that talk about yeah. business and trends, like sports mm -hmm. business people haven't watched right. a golf shot in 10 years. 
haven't watched a non-Tiger golf shot probably in their lives. Now they just won't shut up about Michael Block. Like, it's those people. It's just like, shut up. You know? No one cares. All right. Okay. It's like, awesome. You get likes on Twitter. Oh. You okay? I think so. I don't know. It's like when I get into one of my rants and I got to find the Tylenol after the fact. I think I, I think there might be some Tylenol right in the, in one of those. I think uh, I'll be fine, you know, but I'm I, memorabilia I'm, cabinets in the studio. I'm mad. I, like I'll be working out probably in, uh, tomorrow, and I'll turn on Golf Channel to watch Thursday at the Charles Schwab. And no, we're not going to show you the guys playing good golf. We're going to show you Michael Block missed the cut by thirty. Well, here here's awesome. the thing though, and I and I will say this um, that the PGA. And the live going back and forth. It, it's it's, uh, you know, I'm a PGA guy. I believe in it. I'm not a fan of the guys that, that you know left and went to the live golf tour. Although I can understand the amount of money they're being paid, but it is millionaires arguing with millionaires, and to see a guy come in and be this humble and really just kind of a true cat, it is a little refresh re- refreshing in the world of golf. I will say that it is for sure. I, I mean, so. it's literal. It, it's the, it's the plot of a movie. Yes, and I think they should make a movie about it. And I would love to watch it in ten years when I when in all this stuff years. wears off. Like again, the U.S. Open is still talking about Francis We Met, who won it right, before cars were invented. Mm-hmm. Like this will live on forever. So good yep. for him. His awesome. caddy was a horse. Yeah. <laughs> There was something else that that happened that, that I forget, but it's been oh, – it's unbelievable. <laughs> okay. You good? I think so. Okay. I don't Just know. Just checking. He's Coming a- up about an hour from now, we got Mike Clemens going to be joining us, and we'll talk with him about the Packers and the OTAs and all that kind of stuff. So we'll get into that. and By then, Ben, maybe calm down a little bit. So, hey, by the way, speaking of calm down, did uh, are, are the guys in tomorrow after uh, I'm going to come out that direction and we're going to do a little celebratory uh, toasting of one Ben Kenny? Uh, are the guys in or are they just leaving you dry, hang dry tomorrow? I'm working on it. Okay, just checking. I'm working on it. Just checking. Finding out. You know, I'm, I'm driving out there. Those guys just, they're, they live around the corner. So we'll find out what the depth of your likability is. Oh, I, <laughs> I remembered the other thing, Bill. Sorry. I, I thought you... It's like another headline you see everywhere. Oh, Michael Jordan sent him a congratulations text. I don't care. I don't care how many texts he got. Michael Jordan texts everybody when they win tournaments. Cool. Oh, God. He tied for 15th. You know? Like the ace. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, and this is where I might go a little too far. Okay. He finished nine shots off the lead. Right? Like, what are we doing? Are, are, are he, we going to celebrate someone who shows up and finishes tied for 30th next year? He shot the ace with his tongue out. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> that's the most lucky ace I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? It was in the – I mean, he – it was – you can't get any more perfect than that. He sank it from tee to hole without a bounce. I mean, dropped it in the bucket. <laughs> that's fantastic. You talk about picking the right fine. club for the right distance. It's fine. You know, I'm come on. I've never had an ace in all the year of me playing golf. Nor I've hit a lot I. of greens in in three, but I've or in uh, in one on par threes, but never had an ace. Come close a couple times, hit the pin. Never had an ace. 
he not only had one, it wasn't like one of those aces that you play it off the back of the hill and it funnels down the green and rolls in. This was an ace from tee to bucket. Dropped it in the damn bucket. I mean, that's an ace and an ace and a half right there. It probably means the the corners on the hole weren't cut sharp enough. It's like, when have you ever seen a ball fly in like that? Oh, he crushed the corner. Did you see that? Yeah. It crushed down, it crushed down the edge of the cup. Now, now, people wonder if he repaired his ball mark. I'm sure he did. He's a, he's a club pro. <laughs> Not to mention, and, and this is actually... It would be a feel-good story, and you'd be in the gallery, and it'd be like, oh, my God, this guy just dropped it in this club pro. This is an amazing thing. He's on the leaderboard. Oh, my God. Repair your ball mark, you jackass! <laughs> I can see Ben just screaming at this guy. I think, again, he, he seems like a good guy. I'm sure oh. he did. Good for him. All of the best. Uh, and by the way, his son is actually... An incredible golfer, and they are playing U.S. Open qualifying together. Now that okay. I will follow. Give me common man U.S. Open qualifying. I'm all in. But all okay. this, all this, you know, perfumed up tour crap of him. And I a, hope they do. They make Wheaties anymore? I think so. I want to put him on a box of Wheaties. Oh, I'm send that uh, box yeah, to your right, house. Time. He's a Time Magazine Person of the Year. My ass. Yeah. Like he played golf I, for four days. Yeah. He didn't I'm cure gonna, cancer. Put a little bubble above it. Just he's gonna be smiling with his thumb up, holding that, holding that ball, that eagle. I'm gonna send that box of Wheaties to your house, and it's just gonna say, "Eat me." Bill, the scoring average dropped significantly on Sunday. He didn't even make a birdie. Yeah, well, it was repaired together with duct tape. He had well, a birdie at a hole in one. Well, that, that's that's not a birdie. That's a <laughs> no. That's, that's a hole in one. I still can't get over Jim Nance called his up and down on 18 one of the greatest up oh, and downs Jim of Nance. all time. Let, let, if you want to talk about irritating Jim Nance and the overdramatization, it could be Rory had an emergency and had to run to a porta potty and would have been one of the greatest escapes in the history of golf. Ben Hogan once urinated on that tree 20, 22 years ago and then after that chipped out only to find himself three inches from the hole, putted in, and went on to win the tournament. And it was all because of that urination on that particular tree. There's a picture of the tree then and now when Ben gave it water and life and made it grow with his own urine. It was an amazing moment in the world of golf. It's just, oh, my God, Jim Nance just, just oh, I, everything is dramatic. It's like, I think, and I think Jim Nance is, is a terrific broadcaster, but some of the stuff that he was saying, I'm like, Jim, stop. It's like he's doing, like doing the broadcast with no pants on, finaling himself because he's just so into his own voice. Oh God, Ben Hogan. Can I? Oh, Jack played on this course at one point in time. It's an amazing, look at where he stepped on the grass. The grass is even greener now. It's like, shut up. Holy mackerel. Can I read you go a tweet? Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. This is from uh, the day of, uh, this is from Sunday. And, and this was brought up on a podcast I listened to. And I, I don't know how to describe it. This is what the tweet reads. It's a video of him acing the hole. Give Michael Block a lifetime exemption to every single major championship for eternity. A hole in one on Sunday at the PGA Championship, playing with Rory McIlroy, Jim Nance on the call, impossibly good theater. Golf at its peak, America. Who said that? I don't know. It's a, some guy that does play-by-play for, for a bunch of platforms. Some rectal cranius invertus moron. So just America. Come on. 
It's like, come on. Give him a lifetime exemption. Just. Oh, my goodness. We are so late for break. It ain't funny. That's all I got. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Michael Block. He won a boat. And immediately he took it to Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. On his way up there, he stopped off at numerous businesses. And with his check, he ended up buying canvas awnings for the entire business community development center in downtown Wausau, all of which were made by Dwayne's Cover It All in Wausau. Call him 715-870-2119. Ben Hogan would have. You should too. 715-870-2119. He would go in there and take something. Dwayne paid for this, too. Holy crap. More than Bill Michaels show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show continuing on. Don't forget, Admirals coming up tomorrow night. Get your tickets for the Western Conference Finals as the Admirals coming back to UW Panther Arena. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. And the watch party tomorrow night down at Stenny, second and national in Walker's Point. Good stuff. Good stuff. Some exciting hockey action that will be taking place tomorrow night. Hopefully the Admirals come home. They at least get one win on the road and come back home and then close it out in front of the hometown fans and Head off to the AHL Finals, which would be fantastic. Hopefully. Can't wait. Uh, 877-867-1670. Mark Murphy uh, speaks to the media and talks about winning the bid to host the 2025 NFL Draft. Uh, It has been uh, a great week, uh, not only for the Packers, but uh, the greater Green Bay community, and actually really the entire state uh, of Wisconsin. Uh, Packers, as we've said, are uh, not only excited uh, about this, but we're also honored uh, to, to be selected to host the 2025 draft right here in Green Bay and Wisconsin. And we greatly appreciate the work of uh, so many people within the organization. Um, <laughs> is the NFL at all cons- concerned about snow? So Peter O'Reilly from the league, uh, he and I were talking. I said, and uh, I said, Peter, what if it snows? He goes, that would be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you love that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it'd be great, but it would certainly be different. That's for sure. Um, so it is Getting the draft to Green Bay, which is kind of the consolation prize to the Super Bowl, which is never going to happen. So is this kind of the dream come true? Yeah. You know, it, uh, and, the, and the draft just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's, uh, the league has just done a great job of making it a, <clears throat> you know, a must-see media event, you know, particularly the, the Thursday nights. And uh, now it's exciting. You know, and, and Brad, I think Brad did an excellent job talking about, you know, what it means to, the, you know, to see a, a player drafted and what it – you know, how his life has changed right away, and it's come quite a bit. 
I'm not going to bore you with my draft day story, but it, it's quite a bit different than, than it was in the 70s. Oh, it's, it's dramatically different than it was 10 years ago. Um, the draft has become a, a you know, almost must-see TV. It went from being, you know, it was, you know, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday to a Thursday standalone first round and Friday and then Saturday. And, and it's, it's, it's morphed into this big spectacle, for lack of a better term. Uh, he also talks about what the real significance is, I mean, truly is, when it comes to winning the bid, not only for Green Bay, but for the state of Wisconsin. Well, you can see it here. Look at the people that came out for the press conference. It, uh, so, you know, not just the organization. I think the whole community just has a great sense of pride that, you know, we can do this. And, uh, you know, it's kind of validated, validation from the league office that uh, even though you're by far the smallest market, um, you, you can host a major event like this. So there you go. There you go. That is uh, it's from, from Mark Murphy. And talking about, uh, you know, and we'll hear more from Mike Clements coming up here in a little bit, too, when Mike, um, you know, joins us in the next hour. But a uh, big moment uh, for Murphy, for the Packers, uh, for everything that's gone on via renovation, and uh, to have the smallest market in all of professional sports hosting a very big night, a uh, a big must-see TV event uh, in its sport. You know, it's, it's good for the Packers, great for the state. And, you know, again... I know people never want to talk about it. It's not something that I, I, I drag out often. But when you talk about getting extra things like the NFL draft, like a PGA championship, like postseason baseball, postseason basketball, uh, college game day, when you have these entities in your state, these community-driven things in your state, professional sports team and such, and granted, there's tax dollars that goes in, tax dollars, tax breaks, stuff that goes in all of this, but yet it attracts people to your environment to come in, to spend money, to pay some taxes. It, it, it means a lot. It really does. And whether it's a small community that just needs, um, you know, a, a police canine dog, uh, or it's a larger community that needs, new ambulatory services or another fire truck or the parks cleaned up or something to that effect, whatever it happens to be. It just, it, it, it all goes to the pot, man. It just means something. So, you know, I always say when people, you know, the first thing they start to talk about is millionaires getting stadiums and tax dollars and such. And, you know, but man, when you get things like this and you're able to, you know, do concerts at American family field concerts at Lambeau field, you're bringing in the NFL draft. Remember what it was like down on the uh, on the in the Deer District when the Bucks were winning a championship, and all the people that were coming to town, and all the notoriety it was getting, whether it was positive or negative, when it came to Stephen A. Smith and ESPN, and they were getting the extra publicity on ESPN because of it, um, because of what was said, all that stuff. It all means something uh, to our own backyard here. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get back on track a little bit, and then. Uh, don't forget, coming up in about 45 minutes from now, our own Mike Clemens is going to be joining us, and we'll talk with Mike uh, about uh, a lot of the things that we've discussed here today, but also what's going on at the OTAs and what's going on up in Green Bay. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Stoll's Old 109. They are now a stop, a uh, destination on this year's motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. I uh, saw Jeff and Alicia out there this past weekend. We had a great time just kind of sitting down and 
chit-chatting a little bit. Love the TVs and the big open concept in the front and the tons of space. And they're talking about expansion and doing even more things out there with some great live music. And they've got the awesome Outback patio and deck. A lot of good things going on at Stolzo 109. And obviously the new renovation, which continues to be a huge asset out there in Lake Country and Oconomowoc and Summit. Good stuff from both Stoley's Hog Alley and Stolzo 109. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> the man of the hour irritating the hell out of one Ben Kenny. Hey, there is a new event venue in uh, Milwaukee. It's called Northern Lights Event Venue, and uh, it is, it, it's a really cool place. I went down there the other day. It's called Northern, actually, it's Northern Lights Photo Studio and Events, but if you go to northernlightseventvenue.com, it's beautiful. It's right on the riverfront, and they're going to do some music down there on Wednesday nights and such. It is uh, a place where we're going to do some meetings for our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. But if you want to sit, like, right on the water, right on the waterfront, it's right next to Screaming Tuna, for those that uh, know the area in downtown Milwaukee. Uh, beautiful riverfront view. A great venue. It's an amazing venue for smaller private parties, meetings, you know, up to about 100, 100 people, something like that. Two levels. They do some bachelor and, uh, bachelorette parties down there where they do them at the same time, where, like, the bachelorette parties downstairs and the bachelors are upstairs and out on the deck and smoking cigars and such. They have an entire photo shoot studio professional that you can rent with everything you need and all you gotta do is bring your own camera and it's amazing and uh the northern lights photo studio and events center it's beautiful and if you haven't seen it yet uh get down starting in june every wednesday night in june they're going to do music uh, on the uh, on the water so big big beautiful bar area that's been restored it's in a it's really nice building again right next to the screaming tuna in milwaukee but it's called Northern Lights Photo Studio and Events. But go to northernlightseventvenue.com. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. And see it for yourself. It's stunning. And what they've done in there and renovating it. And it's all, you know, controlled. All the lighting's controlled. And everything. It's really cool. So check it out. Again, northernlightseventvenue.com. they got some great food, great beverages, music out there on Wednesday nights all throughout the summer. So good stuff from our friends over there at Northern Lights. Good, good stuff. 877-867-1670, Rick says, maybe a real five-star hotel will then get built in Green Bay. Rick, I kind of doubt it. And the reason being is you don't have enough. Uh, first of all, if you've never been to Lodge Kohler, as far as a five-star hotel goes, you don't know what you're talking about. Because it's not huge. It doesn't need to be huge. But that, that's that's a beautiful venue. If you've never stayed there, it's Kohler. Come on, man. Kohler's five-star when you just say the name, when you talk about destinational things, hospitality, uh, and that's stunning. But I just don't think that you're going to see this mass amount of hotels start popping up because for you've got, what, 10, maybe 12, 16 dates, something like that. I mean, I guess if you, a few more if you put in training camp, but you're not going to have – a mass quantity of use out of it. So it's got to be cost effective if you're going to build a big venue like that. And I just don't think it's going to happen. So, I mean, you can hope for it and it'd be great if they did, I guess, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, when you talk about pressure in the national football league, um, 
the we were talking about this a little bit earlier about Jordan Love and having pressure on him. I um, Dennis says the most pressure should be on Matt Lafleur. With Aaron Rodgers gone, Lafleur is exposed as the play caller. No more excuses if his offense with the second year Steno as his head uh, as his offensive coordinator is dysfunctional again, especially in the red zone. Lafleur made uh, the mind-boggling decision to bring back the incompetent Joe Barry as a defensive coordinator for the third year. If Barry and the defense underachieve again, Lafleur must be held responsible for bringing him back, and uh, thus should be let go. And they both should be fired. Rich Basacci, already the best coach on the entire staff, can then be promoted to the head coach. And uh, respect and accountability can then return to this team and the playoffs will then follow. The hot seat should definitely be under LaFleur. Which, Dennis, I know you don't like LaFleur anyway. Uh, I, I get it. Um, you, you don't know what the offense was in its truest form under Aaron Rodgers. We don't know. Uh, we know that at least it was told us by both LaFleur and by Rodgers that Rodgers goes to the line of scrimmage with a couple of play possibilities. And whatever he feels would work best against the defense that's called, that's what he would go with. Okay, We don't know if it's going to be the same for Jordan Love or Jordan Love is just strictly to run the play as it is, as it is drawn up. We don't know. We don't know what that's going to look like. I agree with you that there's um, <clears throat> over the last year, two years really. Um, there has been so much attention paid to massaging the ego of the quarterback versus coaching a football team. So maybe we'll see Lafleur take back that level of accountability to 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 what we expect. I guess might be the best way to put it. But I don't know what the offense is supposed to look like. I don't know if he does call plays on third and two to go deep because the matchup is there. I don't know. Jordan most likely is going to have, much like Rodgers, you know, a couple of options per play. I don't know if it's going to be run or pass, but it's, you know, you always have an outlet. You always have another guy to go to. You always have a check down. You always have that ability. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, given the, Two-minute drill, calling his own plays or such. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I'm, I'm in agreement with you that I don't like the retention of uh, of of Joe Barry. I understand it because of continuity's sake, but I don't necessarily agree with it because it's taken him. You know, the beginning of two different seasons where the defense looked bad. And to the finally to the point of making the adjustments that you couldn't make in game for whatever reason, it's certainly um, it's certainly seeming that Joe Barry is hell bent on philosophically keeping his thumb his way, his direction on that defense until otherwise it gets to the point so bad that you have to make a change, and that's not what good defensive coordinators do as far as the Matt LaFleur thing goes. I think it's just, it depends how you fail. If indeed they fail, it depends on how you fail. Do you, do you fail because the young wide receivers aren't catching balls? Or Aaron Jones has seven turnovers? Or, you know, the defense is just getting torched? What if the offense plays extremely well and they're averaging 28 points a game, but the defense is getting torched because of injury? Do you blame Joe Barry or do you blame the injuries? You know what I mean? It's like right now, I'm not going to sit here and say, 
that you're just going to be able to look at wins and losses and determine whether or not you need to keep coaches. I think you have, you always have to look at the circumstances. You know, it's like when people say Rodgers is 1-5 in, in NFC Championship games. I agree with that. Technically, you're correct. But if you don't know the backstory and you don't understand what it took to even get him there, then you're not going to blame all of those losses on him and say that's your record. Your record is your record. I get it. But I'm not going to lay that at his feet. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, Jason says, I'm the biggest Jordan Love supporter. Not sure, though, that he's earned to have that right of being able to audible and change plays at the line of scrimmage. I think any quarterback worth their salt can see things. And there are, as you learn, there are backups to the backups. And, you know, if you know something, if, you know, if you're, if you're calling a, a run play uh, around the right end and with Aaron Jones, and you can see that they're putting two backers on the outside on the right end. And that play's just not going to make it. You have one of two choices. Change the play or call a timeout and change the play. That's what you do. You know? Now, if you call it, you see they're stacking that side. And you say, okay, look, you know, we've got, we've got two guys coming at us on the right side, which basically they're going to be coming hard. So if we can throw a pass over top of that, you're going to have a whole zone that's going to be open. Let's go with that. Then you can do that if he's got that capability, if he's got that read mental capability. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making it very, very general and very, very simplistic at this point. But I would assume he's going to have that capability. But, again, you can either change a player or you call a timeout. If you see, it's just simply not going to work. 877-867-1670. Find us. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Don't forget about uh, half an hour from right now, Mike Clemens is going to join us. And we're going to wrap things up with Mike coming up here shortly. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show continuing on and uh, enjoying the day today. Don't forget coming up here in about 15, 20 minutes. We're going to hear from uh, our guy, Mike Clements going to be joining us. Good stuff there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. So our backups have kicked in. Did you notice that Ben? The backups, uh, the backup, uh, Power and such has kicked in for those that are I have not, no. watching on the live stream. I know we've lost you for a minute. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we overloaded them. With uh, it has been at the top of this hour. I guess that's what it was. I guess that's what it was that uh, we, we gave him. We gave him too much truth. <laughs> I guess that's what it was. 
Um. Anyway, we are we are back, and uh, everything kicked in and worked normal, but uh, you know, continues to be the issue. Uh, for whatever reason, I've been losing everything. And I told you the other day I was pissed off at at uh, Spectrum. It's been awful. I have no idea what's going on. I have looked into other services. I've talked to Verizon about bringing the service out here, everything. It's awful. Whatever it is is going on out here, it's been just terrible. Just absolutely positively terrible when it comes to, uh, when it comes to cable service and service for uh, – uh, the internet, uh, it, it has absolutely positively sucked. Just been bad. 877-867-1670, uh, Like I said, we are going to get into some of the discussion um, when it comes to Jordan Love and such uh, and the OTAs and what we witnessed or what they witnessed, I should say, yesterday uh, on the ground in Green Bay. So we'll get into that here shortly uh, with Mike Clemens. Our own Mike Clemens is going to be joining us. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Uh, you can do that. Um, this is uh, this is from Mark, and Mark says, uh, "Hey, Bill. Lo- well, yeah, I guess you lost this on the live stream there for a second, so I understand that." He said lost you on the live stream, uh, but still listening, which is awesome. Certainly appreciate that. Uh, he then goes on to say, "I don't think Jordan Love should have much pressure on him at all. Let's remember what Aaron Rodgers did." the year after Brett Favre. Um, and, and you know what? It's interesting because uh, I was reading that a little bit earlier when uh, Steve says uh, Rodgers was 6-10 and 10 in his first year of starting after sitting for three years. And, uh, you know, he's, as many people have said, he's the best ever. So to expect anything more from Jordan Love in his first season is unreasonable. Is it unreasonable? Uh, Ben, is it unreasonable to think that uh, it should be um, Jordan Love should be better? Is it unreasonable? I don't, like I said, I never expected a lot out of Jordan Love, to be honest. So I I don't know what to tell you. I just, I, I just never did. I, I didn't think he was that great of a choice. I thought they could have gone in a different direction at the time. Now, it doesn't mean he can't be. I hope he is. But is it unreasonable to look in that? Rodgers did, let's say, and yet they win one more game. Most likely they're in the postseason. So is it unreasonable to want a little bit better out of Jordan Love? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I don't think so at all. Um, who else do we have here? This is uh, James says, uh, I think Jordan Love is going to be a bust. It is going to be Goody's exodus out of Green Bay. Once Mark Murphy retires, a whole new cast of characters are going to be brought in, and then we will begin the rebuild. I don't think so. Well, you know, when you say rebuild, what's what's a rebuild? One, two, five guys? I mean, are you talking about new coaching staff? I mean, it, it's like, are you wishing for that? Are you hoping for that, that this fails miserably? I'm not. I don't want to see the Brewers fail miserably, or the uh, Packers fail miserably. 
to quote start the rebuild. I just that's I I think if Jordan Love doesn't work out, you get another quarterback, you develop him, you move on, you probably bring in a veteran to back him up or a veteran to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers for a couple of years as a placeholder until your guy is ready to go. I don't think it requires a rebuild. Uh, Jeff says, what about trying to bring free agents to Green Bay to be competitive? They're not going to want to come and play in the cold weather with a lackluster quarterback. This is true. This is true. I mean, guy, look, the whole thing about the weather, if everything's equal on all sides, okay, if you've got the same ability to win, if you're getting paid the same amount of money, all of that, then you can talk about weather becoming a determining factor. But if you've got a legitimate shot at winning and you're getting more money in one place than you are in the other, that's where the players are going to go. It's as simple as that. Always has been, always will be. Always. It's as simple as that. So I'm. am I concerned about players not wanting to come to Green Bay? Hell no. You pay them enough, they're coming. You may have to overpay a little bit. But once you build success back into your program and you have a legitimate shot at winning, guys are going to want to come. If they're going to get paid the same and they have a legitimate shot at winning a championship, they're going to go there. doesn't matter. Sure, I mean, I'm, I'm certain guys would like to, you know, to go to areas where they, uh, you know, can sit in South Beach. Sure. Who wouldn't? Hell, I would. But if you got a legitimate shot at success – on top of the money, and the money is just equal everywhere else, but yet you've got a shot at winning in Green Bay, guys are going to Green Bay. It's that simple. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you disagree, let me know, but I, I, I tend to think people are nuts if they think that uh, the, the, the Packers are going to be a team that's going to – I'm not looking for this team to be down for a long period of time. I think uh, that they can you, – you know in the National Football League, all you got to do is either hit on a quarterback or hit on a couple of big-time defenders and an adequate quarterback, and you're still going to win games. It can happen. No doubt. No doubt. By the way, the Brewers up 2 to nothing right now. Willie Adamas went yard. Yelich led off the uh, – or got the inning started with a double, and then Willie Adamas went yard. So the Brewers right now up 2 to nothing. Two to nothing, and it's in the bottom of the third right now. Brewers batting, and I will say this: my screen in in the studio here is frozen on the face of Mark Antanasio doing the uh, the prostate prostate cancer foundation uh, thirty years interview with Michael Milken, who's a uh, has got the prostate cancer foundation. Yeah, it's the so middle of the fourth. Everybody's in there smiling and laughing. But it's the oh, it's the middle of the fourth now. Okay. Yeah, Hauser's through four scores. Still says bottom of the. Still says bottom of the third on uh, on my computer. Everything just kind of locked up. Uh, the internet is gone. We are on the backup. So as long as it's working, that's that's all I care about. So eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. And uh, once again, Spectrum absolutely stinking the joint up today. Could have been any worse if they tried. Could have been any worse if they tried. Uh, Anthony 
Um, and thank God I got a phone that works. Anthony says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, love the show. Say goodbye to Ben. We're going to miss him. So there you go. He also says that uh, I believe Jordan Love is not going to have any pressure on him this year because the specter, as I've called it, uh, of Aaron Rodgers is gone. Everybody can finally breathe. Just go about your uh, just go about your business of enjoying football. Play to the best of your ability. Learn this season, and next season will take care of itself. Relax. I don't know about relax. R e l a x. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, I like your optimism. <laughs> Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this.